Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. The it's Lord. good to be here. Amen. Good to be here on a Wednesday night. Nice windows. It's almost like Sunday morning. Kind of. Yes, God is good. God is good. I'm excited about living for God, and I, uh, I'm learning how to embrace life more and, and uh, not wait for bad things to happen and have an understanding that my best days are in front of me. And that's the best way to look at life. I was telling people, I think it was like a couple of Fridays ago in prayer meeting, I said I've never met a, I've never met a negative person with a positive life. So I've decided to change who I am. But uh, God's good. Looking forward to a good church tonight. And uh, we had a good weekend, but we really miss church. Leaves you hungry for, hungrier for God. And uh, told the kids on the way here, feel like an old whoop dog. Just barely making it in. Like I've been gone for a year. One service, and but that's good. I enjoy it. Sunday is my son. Sunday is my day. Me and my wife said our week did not go as well as it should have because Sunday is our day, and uh, we enjoy Sundays. We love living for God, reading the Bible today, reading today's. I guess a, a holiday would be Passover today. It shows up on my calendar, and I'm reading the Bible today. The, today, the days before, you know, Jesus' crucifixion, and and. Uh, all that stuff, and, and it just it just gets you emotionally and gets you so what God has given you, this life, this gift of life, and, and it's such a, it's a free gift and how awesome it is and how it's just, you still can't get over it, and just it's just a wonderful thing, and I, lo- I love them for God, and, and I know today I was thinking about stuff, I was putting tools away, and I'm thinking, you know, I've got to get to a point, Brother Eric was talking about where we're helping people, everybody matters to God and everybody has worth to God and, and, and the, most of the problems in this world is given up on a belief in God and believe, given up on a belief in hope is what they're doing and if there's nothing to be had or there's nothing better then it just kind of takes the, the literally takes the life out of people and then our job is to restore that hope in people and that belief in people that you matter that God values you I want to start looking at people like God looks at him and say, that person is valuable. Yes. I'm valuable to God. You're valuable to God. Everybody's valuable to God. I'm not just looking at them as just somebody that's getting on my nerves like Nancy does me. I'm looking at them as <laughs> they got some value to them. Yes. And, 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 it's a, and it's a choice we make to look at people like that. And I'm, and I'm wanting to embrace that because we're going to grow and, and we're going to be that light on a hill. And I believe that. So let's stand. Brother I, let's go take an offering. This will be the first offering with clear windows. If that inspires you, give a little extra. Let's just, yeah, you might just see the holes of the bilfo there, but let's sing it to the Lord. He deserves all of our praise. He deserves our thanks and our worship. There's nobody like him. He's wonderful. He's wonderful to me. Let's sing and worship. You're gonna see me 
be seated. Telling my kids on the way up here, they can talk to Jesus anytime they need to. Any hour of the day, any day of the week. Learn how to rely on him. He will help you out. Time for Brother Erickson, if he isn't too tired, to give a lesson. Full of energy and Bless you. like a young man. Good to have you home. Yes, good to have you here. Anyone have a testimony tonight? I know we're kind of quiet down here, but our God is big. Our God is great. Amen. Sister Erickson, God bless you. Wait, wait. Don't forget my, my, my penny in the yard. Amen. We are thankful for Elaine's phone back. Someone else? Anyone else tonight? We, I've got you all so late already, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We are so glad for each of you being here, I'll tell you. Church is nothing without the people. All right, well, listen, I want to turn your attention tonight to the book of James, chapter 1, and I think maybe Jeff's going to have this, the mission of a mirror. Now, you all may remember six months ago, approximately, I talked about that we are to look, examine ourselves, to see ourselves, and it's like looking in a mirror and seeing our image. But I want to give you the second half of that story, for there's another entirely different theme in Scripture that I want to show you tonight about the mirror that's very interesting. And um, <clears throat> I think it goes to do with things that have even been already said here tonight. So James 1, and let's read verses 22 through 25. But if ye be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves... 
For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But, everybody say but. Whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, looketh into, we're talking about the mirror now, whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. I want to present to you tonight that there is uh, the mirror that a man, a woman, an individual human being needs to look into and see ourselves in honesty and make moves toward God like we need to. But there's also the facet of what the scriptures talk about, about God's mirror. And I want to look at that for just a moment tonight and just something to stir your thinking, give you something to think about through the week. Amen. Until we get to Easter. Lord, I pray that you bless your word. We love truth in this church. I pray, Lord, that that truth would set and make us free. I pray that we would listen to the voice of the Lord. We would respond in obedience. And, Lord, that you would do a great work in our lives. Pray, Lord, that your will would be done tonight. For we ask it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Everything was made by God that was made. We have the verification of that in Genesis 1 and also in Colossians. He was the true image and likeness of his kind, for he's the first and the last. We have to think sometimes about the sense of priority of timing is so important in Scripture. Uh, one man said like this, he said, which came first, the Egg McMuffin or the Chicken McNuggets? <laughs> I'm just seeing who's, who's sleeping already. <laughs> Elaine told me before church, and I thought I better have a wing dinger because she was really weary. So I'm, I'm giving her my best shot, baby. <laughs> Really, the laws of God, though, the laws of this earth were established that, that they would be the same as the law of the mirror. And here's what I mean by that. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. The seed bringeth forth after its kind. Right? The earth returns to you whatever it gets from you. The farmer who's just waiting to see what comes up in the field, but has makes no effort, well, he should have banked on weeds, shouldn't he? He's not going to have a beautiful rose of corn, that's for sure. No, the idea of a mirror is that we, we uh, the mirror will always give you back what you give it. And I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm staying away from the fact of uh, carnal man looking in the mirror and, and saying, you know, Kevin Erickson, you need to really shape up here. You're, you're, not, you're not living for God. 
But I want to talk to you about God's perspective tonight for just a moment. When, when I smile in a mirror, it's amazing I get a smile back. When I frown in the mirror, no doubt after I've been with that dog, <laughs> I get a frown back. Anger, frustration, it's all the same, isn't it? The mirror simply reveals what was put into it. So the power of his word can and will shape you into the image. And that's the whole point tonight that I want to talk to you about. God's word was meant to be that perfect law of liberty that you look into and you see direction from God for your life. How many realizes tonight that our life was not meant only to be what we hear on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings? But really the Holy Ghost was given to you that he could speak to you, he could encourage you, he could talk to you, he could help you throughout your week. Amen. What you see is what you become with a mirror. There's no hypocrisy, no facades, no fakery, no false hope. You get what you got. You get what you put into it. So let's think about this now. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18 says, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now this is this mirror I'm talking about tonight. God has a mirror tonight to, that, that when you look into it, it will shape you and make you what God has placed in that mirror. There is the part that man sees of himself, and that's called repentance. But somewhere along, we've got to go beyond that, and there's got to be where I am baptized into Christ, and I've got to have and receive the Spirit of God into my life, right? So now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. I, I like Revelations 4 and 6. I'm tying some different thoughts here together, but I, I, hopefully you can follow what I'm trying to say. And, and John the Revelator said, and before the throne there was a sea of glass. Now, why would the throne room of God, the the joy and rejoicing and worship around that throne. And, and John sees a sea of glass, a mirror. And the Bible said, a glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. I'm talking about the, the symbolism that God uses here. That, that perfect law of liberty, that, that place where God had a sea of, of glass, where there was no more conflict, no more flesh, no more trials, no more pain, no more suffering, no more frustration of our five senses. Now all there is is peace. All there is now is relationship. 
All there is now is this incredible place that's even better than the Garden of Eden was. You see, God uses this illustration of the sea of glass because there is that reflection again. God puts something into that mirror and the people are changed and like him and in his likeness. The city, uh, I believe that the sea of glass represents purity. Purity of the location, of the beauty of the, of the throne room of God. Purity in that it was a lack of all impurities and all that was vile. All the hassles and problems of life are gone. And there is this place in God's presence that is unbelievable. And there, there also that sea of glass represented the glory of God that we see in the face of everyone who believes. There, the glory of God is touching our lives. We are like him. We are changed. We are not like we were as a born creature, but he makes us a new creature, beholding the things that God puts inside of our lives. Revelations 4 and 6 is another verse And before the throne, there was a sea of glass. I already read that one, sorry. <clears throat> Forgive me. Now, Revelations 21 and 21. And the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. Oh, I love the places where God talks about a mirror in Scripture. Yes, I have to confront myself and say I must change. I must trust God and have God work in my life. But then God has this realm where we are able to be in his presence, where we can draw from the wellspring, where we can become like him. You see, I don't think that we're waiting for a new Jerusalem for I think that the church is the new Jerusalem, really, of Scripture. But I believe that tonight what I am trying to say is that even now, because you have received his Spirit, he is making you as one that will fit perfectly in that scene one day, a sea of glass around the throne, and everyone will be worshiping and rejoicing in the King of kings and the Lord of lords. No more problems, no more anguish, no more pain, no more death, no more suffering. Like a mirror, God has this, these symbols in a place where his people were in each time. And each time, they could receive what he had given. Each time, they could receive his great interest in blessing them and making them all that he promised they could be. Mirror, they allow us to see who we are, yes, but they also allow us to see tonight who God is and what he wants to do in our life. Friends or enemies, good or bad, right or wrong, those are things that we value and weigh today as human beings. But what God sees are those that were brought out from among them, blood-bought, covenant people. And God, in his preparation, has prepared places where it's a sea of glass, where it's transparent gold, 
where it's beauty and purity and all that is wonderful in his presence. And there, Peter said, is fullness of joy. So what we are looking for tonight is, God, while I'm on this earth, help me to learn to to be honest and face myself in that mirror and, and change and let the Word of God change me and let the Word of God speak to me. And, and Lord, let me confront the things that I am doing, sometimes willingly doing wrong, and let me say, God, no more, but let me put a stop to it. Because he wants ultimately to bring us in a place where we are changed, where we are made different, where we are created we, yes, we, he makes us a new creature when we receive his spirit, but then the process doesn't stop there, but he continues to work in our lives, and he refines us, and we come forth as gold tried in the fire without spot, without wrinkle, a robe, uh, spotless and white. All the pictures of purity. That's not talking about sin, I don't believe. I believe it's talking about getting all the absence of humanity out of the way that God can be God in our lives tonight. God had a mission for the mirror. It wasn't only that we would confront ourselves, but it was that he would put something into us. It would be a process. It would be step by inch. But God, some of you have lived for God for many, many years now, and rejoice over that and thank God. Don't measure yourself today by you wish you had gone farther already. That's not going to help you. But oh, if you'd realize today that the perfect law of liberty still calls you today to see yourself in the glory of God where God receives all the glory and we simply become more and more like him. Amen. I don't know if this makes sense to you. I see transparent glass I see a sea of glass. I see a mirror is all the symbolism of what God is doing to bring his truth that it would touch life of men and women tonight and make us what we can be in God, not what we are today. I've lived for God for, I don't know, since what, 78? So how many years is that? It's a few now. So 45 years, is that right? Well, you could first say, well, I'm surprised you don't know better by now. <laughs> right? But when I finally get over that, then I start to think about, and yet how much more does God want to do in my life? Whatever, whatever number of closing days of my life I have, I don't know, you don't know. But what does God want to do to shape us? And so... He sees this church as that, as that beautiful thing of purity. And there he is moving and shaping and molding us and making us what he wants us to be. Be assured tonight, God is not through with you yet. It's not just getting been there, done that, got the t-shirt. But now we're in this process tonight of growth, of maturing, of developing in God. And it is truly our privilege to be a part of the church. Would you say amen to that? Yeah. Amen. Why don't we stand? 
See, I knew how short this message was. You didn't. You are fearful. I just want you to know that just as important as us winning new people is just as important is what God is doing in your lives. What God is doing in your lives. What God is doing in your lives. You see, he has great plans. I don't know if we'll ever hit 200 here or 100 or 50. Who knows? None of us know. I feel like we will. But whatever happens, happens. But I will rejoice in what God is doing in your lives and in mine. Because we can grow here. We can develop. And we can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Let's worship the Lord tonight in closing. Lord, we love and we praise you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I praise you tonight, Father. Glory be to God.